Hey, everybody, and welcome to Our God is Real. This place of community, this place of us, this place for stories, this place for lessons, this place to show the reality of God in our lives. Thank you all for joining the podcast today. The title of today's podcast I'm really excited about is Are You Willing to Risk It All? So before we get started, as always, let's have a word of prayer. Father, I just want to thank you today for each and every person that is out there that is listening to this message. And I pray, Father, that something in today's message will reach them right where they are, that something that is said or read today or shared will speak to someone's situation, that it will be exactly what they need to hear at exactly the right time. As always, Father, I ask that you will bring your peace wherever there is confusion, that you will bring your light wherever there is darkness, and that you will bring your love wherever there is fear. I ask all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So for today's message, we're going to look at some scripture um, from Mark chapter 5. And in this scripture, this is where Jesus has two encounters. He has an encounter with Jairus, who is um, the character we're going to focus a lot on. And he also has an encounter with a woman that is dealing with a very long-term physical condition. Um, again, I want to focus first on, on Jairus, though. So let's read in Mark chapter 5, beginning with verse 22. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him, Jesus, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And he, Jesus, went with him. I'm going to skip down now to, um, to verse 35. While he was speaking, there came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. And he allowed no one except Peter and James and John the brother of James, to follow him. We'll talk about that verse in, in another lesson. There's a whole lot right there in, in that verse 37. Uh, verse 38, they came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and Jesus saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. And when he had entered, he said to them, why are you making commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. Taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talitha Kumi, which means little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl got up and began walking for she was 12 years of age. And they were immediately overcome with amazement. So what I want to focus on right here is 
what Jarius was willing to risk to get to Jesus and what he was willing to believe to have Jesus heal his daughter. So in the first verse, we read that Jarius was a ruler of the synagogue. So what does this mean? Jarius is like, he's a big deal. He's very high up in the church. He was a ruler of, of, of the synagogue. He was prominent in the community, probably had a really nice house. Um, his family was, was looked at with honor. Um, and the synagogue and Jesus were not really, <laughs> as we know, on really good terms, right? So, so Jarius coming to, to Jesus was really a huge risk for him because he knew that by doing this, by going to Jesus, who the Jewish leaders were not very happy with and did not appreciate Jesus saying that he was the son of God um, and performing miracles on the Sabbath and all of those other sorts of things that Jesus did that just ruffled their feathers. Jarius knew that when he was seen with Jesus and recognizing the miraculous power that Jesus had, he was going to lose a lot. He was more than likely going to lose his position in the synagogue. Um, he would have lost his place in the Jewish community, his high standing. But none of that mattered to him. He was a father who was willing to risk everything to have his daughter healed. He was a man who was willing to risk everything just to get to Jesus. So this is, again, this is about two parts. This is about Jarius risking everything that he had to get to Jesus, but also getting to Jesus is just the first part. You have to believe, you have to have faith that once you get to Jesus, that he is going to accomplish whatever it is that you're coming to ask him to do. I know that in my life and in lives of other people that I've spoken with and in my stories and their stories, there are times in our lives when we become so desperate that the only thing, the only thing, that we believe that can help our situation is just getting to Jesus. I will confess to you honestly this morning that every single time I have been in a desperate situation to go to Jesus, he has met me at the point of my desperation. Not one time, not once has Jesus ever failed me. But in those times of desperation, Maybe it's, it's going to an altar. Maybe it's in a conversation that you're having or, or prayer that you're having with a friend or in a prayer meeting or you've got some people over and you're praying about a situation and suddenly the only thing that matters to you is getting to Jesus. I know that for me in, in times, you know, it, it didn't matter that I was ugly crying, as I like to call it. Um, 
It didn't matter who was around or, or what they said or what they were going to say or how they might look at me. The only thing that mattered was getting to Jesus. Because I believed that if I could just get to him, if I could just be there, if I could just get his attention, that he would take care of my situation. Right in the middle of Jarius's whole situation that we just read about, there's another person that is willing to risk it all, that is desperate to get to Jesus and believes that if she can just get to him, everything will be taken care of. We know the story well, the woman with the issue of blood who has had this, this malady, this sickness for years. She had taken everything that she owns, the Bible says, and spent all of her money on doctors and trying to find cures and, and this and that. And she heard that Jesus was going to be close by. So Jesus is walking to, to Jairus's house and there are at least hundreds of people, maybe even thousands around Jesus. And they're all pressing in on him. The disciples are probably looking like security guards right now, you know, sort of, of trying to provide a buffer between Jesus and the crowds, but the crowds are pushing in and pressing in on Jesus. And this woman in her desperation probably got down on her hands and knees to try to make it through the crowd, to crawl through them. And the Bible tells us that she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, she's thinking, if I can just grab just a thread, just a piece of clothing that is touching Jesus, everything will be all right. I'm amazed at the, at the verse in the passage that tells us that when the woman pushes through and she presses to Jesus, she touches the hem of his garment. And in the middle of all these people, Jesus stops in his tracks and says, hang on a second, somebody touched me. A whole lot of people probably touched Jesus. But this woman, this woman, when she touched Jesus, he said, hang on a second, somebody's faith, somebody's desperation in this crowd is so strong that I felt it. There are times in our lives when we have to get to that point of desperation that we are willing to risk everything, to sacrifice all, just so that we can touch but we have to take that desperation and couple it with the faith because it's one thing to be desperate and to risk it all to get to Jesus. But if you don't believe that he's going to do what you think he's going to do, what's the point? What's the use? So you have to believe. Jesus looked at this woman that had come to him and he stopped and he said, somebody touched me. And suddenly Jesus's whole world was wrapped around this woman. All of his attention was completely focused on her. And with so much love in his eyes, he looked at this woman and said, 
you're healed, your faith, your faith, your faith. (laughs) He said, daughter, in verse 34, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Isn't it amazing that not only did he stop and when he felt this woman touch him, but he he felt such compassion and such closeness to her. When he looked at her, he called her daughter. And I believe that there are times when God understands and Jesus understands that our faith needs to be strengthened. And that we need to be told that our faith has helped a situation, that our faith has promoted a healing. He told this woman that her faith, and there's several several cases and several stories in the, in the Bible where Jesus healed people and he would tell them that their faith, your faith has made you well. Your faith has done this. Your faith has got to meet Jesus at the point of his strength, his power, his ability. See, we believe that if we have this situation, Jesus, you got to come take care of this situation. Jarius was probably freaking out at this point. We're like, okay, dude, we got to go. We, man, my daughter, we got to go. Jesus has all power and all authority over death, over any sickness, even over the grave. Our Savior that sets our faith, Christianity, apart from every other religion in this world. Our faith that serves a risen Savior, that serves a Savior that conquered the grave. Only Christianity. Only Christianity worships a Savior that conquered the grave. Jesus knew this power existed in him. And Jesus, in all of his miracles, in all of his traveling, never gets in a hurry. He doesn't have to. We get in a hurry because we feel like, oh my gosh, if if I don't get this done right now, then Jesus is going to get busy with something else. We take Jesus and God and, and their omniscient power and their omnipresence, and we try to put them in this little box. But that's not the way it is. So Jesus is Jesus understands that he can take a moment with this woman that has risked all to come to him, that her faith understands if she can just touch his clothing. And so amazing that Jesus felt his I believe that when she touched him, Jesus felt something go out of him to her. So he said, hang on, this is a moment here for this person's, for this woman's faith, for this daughter's faith. And then soon after, after the encounter with the woman, the people from Jairus' house come and say, it's too late, your daughter's dead. Again, Jesus is not panicked by this. He's not overwhelmed by this. He gets to the house and goes, I don't know why all of you are so upset. Kind of easy for Jesus to say that, right? Because he, his view, the way that he sees things is through the lens of life, 
through the lens of healing, through the lens of power. There is no fear in Jesus. There is no disbelief in Jesus. That's kind of all on us. So when you think about this today and and in the coming days, think about a couple of things. Number one, are you willing to risk everything? Are you willing to risk it all just to get to Jesus? Either to ask him to come work on your behalf or just to touch him. And then number two, do you have the faith? Do you believe? that if you can get to Jesus, that he has the power, the strength, the ability, the compassion, the caring to take care of your situation. Again, I will tell you, if you are desperate, if you're willing to risk whatever it takes to get to him, and if you believe, he will heal. He will resolve. He will take care of whatever your need is. Thank you guys for being with me today. And thank you so much for being a part of this, this journey um, at Our God is Real. And if you have any comments um, on today's message or any other message, I would love to hear them. Or if there's any message that you guys would like for me to, to delve into, as always, I covet your stories want to hear from you. Send me a note to Darman at our God, big G, is real.com. May the peace of God go with you everywhere you go today. And may the love of Christ be in your hearts always. Take care. See you next time.